You know what that is? That's hot off the potty. <laughs> I reckon you started, bro. You always started. No, 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 no. I started, I started. Bro, you are I've our captain. From the, I've learned from the feedback. You're our captain. I've learned. I've learned from feedback. Look, I, I'm happy to play vice. I'm vice captain. You're captain. I'm deputy. You're principal. Well, look, I just own our roles, bro. I know who I am. So you're who was who was who would have been the um the deputy for uh Richie in the day? No, not Richie. Uh, what's the bro after Richie? Kieran Reid. Yeah, who was his deputy? Probably Sam Whitelock. Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, well, he still is the deputy, isn't he? Yeah. Sam Kane. Some of us deputies just know a role, mm. and we really thrive in a deputy role. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but put, put me in charge, mate, and things go haywire. Mate, all the gear and no idea. Well, Presto, we're live then for another episode of Hot Off The Potty, episode oh, two. It's good to be back. Hot Off The Potty, brought to you by Better Plumbing, Better Solutions, Better Quality. Oh, I got that wrong. Wait, Better, what is it? Better Quality. I don't know. Better Service. Better plumbing. Yeah, but again, into camera. Oh, thank you, better. <laughs> and don't forget our competition uh, where you can win a free pack of better there. How good. Okay, have a look at the Instagram page for all the details. Well, but episode one had some good feedback. Yeah, well, we had some harsh feedback too. Well, well, we did. And, um, I'm going to be honest, I, I had to uh, kind of wear a few scars <laughs> after episode one. <laughs> Not talking loud enough into the mic. <laughs> Oh, hence, hence the mic swap this week. Maybe yeah. that might help. Thanks. For um, that, I think, I think for me, it was just a case of, uh, you know, when you get the messages from mates that you know, I'd say nothing except, "Hey, bro, just listen to the podcast," and uh, you were too loud and Presto was too quiet. Yeah, it's a bit. rough. That was it. It's a bit rough, and you know, I you know who the, you are. I heard the sports section went too long and this and that, but you know, I just reckon, hey, if if I had a couple of mates, a couple of Muppet mates who started a podcast, yeah, hey, why not just throw a bit of encouragement their way? <laughs> At <laughs> least wait until episode four before you <laughs> start to <laughs> criticise. <laughs> wait, do, do, I mean, are these people emailing One News and Prime News and saying their five pieces as well? They, no, these know, are the, probably the same people on you know the NZ Herald pages yeah. on Facebook, yeah, and they comments. You know, they have the comment wars. Yeah, what's that broadcasting thing? It's like Broadcasting Rights Authority. Oh, yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, far out. <laughs> Writing in. <laughs> hey, David, shame. Well, um, if you've listened to episode two, um, well, now you're in. Well, how? Oh, <laughs> wait, it's coming out after this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. You know what I'm saying. But yeah. Presto, we, we always start with the news desk. Cue the news music. <laughs> Do you know who Mark Hamill is? Mark Hamill. I do know who Mark Hamill is. For those of you who don't, Luke Skywalker. Now, I heard this story this week. Mark Hamill has voiced the air raid alerts in Ukraine during this war. I'll play you a clip. Hold on. What? This is news to me. What do you mean? Okay, so if there's, you know, an alert in Ukraine right now, this is what comes up. Oh my goodness, that's that's Mark Hamill. Crazy. That's Luke Skywalker. And at the end it says, may the force be with you. No. I'm not kidding. Tell me your sources. Uh, George FM. 
<laughs> well, that can be trusted. That's so interesting. That may your overconfidence be your undoing, whatever that line yeah. was. That's from Star Wars as well. That, yeah, that crazy. Line. Yeah. So my question to you is, um, you wow. know, in, in the state of the Ukraine war, mm. Bradsky. No, we're touching the Ukraine war. Are we? Bradsky. Is what was that? What was that? Role? Taking the piss. Like in the sta- in the context of war, mm. is this? Do you think this is like, I don't know, a bit of light, fun, joy brings a bit of hope, or is this like, oi, are you taking the piss out well, of this war? Put it this way: if you're in Ukraine and you're getting shelled and bombed and things like that, mm. and you want to take some comfort in watching Star Wars at, in your house, mm. are you going to be able to watch Star Wars the same now? Because every time you watch Star Wars, you're going to be thinking, yeah, that time I was in the Ukraine war. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Eh? I don't know if it's. I don't um, know. I'm on the fence. On I that think one. it's a nice gesture to that he offered his voice yeah. for the services, but I don't know. I don't think we might have got it wrong. And can you imagine, bro? Like bombs going off over us right now. And Mark the Hamill's fear. voice. Yeah. Well, I think I actually I think to be fair, when we played that, then it wasn't. It was like it was pretty serious. Get to shelter. Get to this and that, you mm, know. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's just, maybe it is a little bit of a kind of a relief that they needed. I don't know. Possibly. Do, but do the people of Ukraine know who Mark Hamill is? Surely, Star Wars. It's a global. It's a global phenomenon. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I guess it depends on. Yeah. I tell you, he's got a good voice for what it. What we're you know, going to have to do? We're going to have to get a Ukrainian on. Do you know? Do you know any Ukrainians? <laughs> we'll Skype winner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how dodgy their Wi-Fi might be right now, mate. But. <laughs> Um, but can I just say on the Ukraine war, this is a heavy topic pressed yeah. off the bat. Yeah, no. um, I think you've broken rule 101 of um, mm. only good hot news. off the potty. Yeah, only good news. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, they reckon eh, that it's pretty gnarly over there right now. Oh, I bet. That's the only reason why I brought it up is like, it's that's I suppose it seems like a really cool thing, but in the context of war, I don't know. Is that a little bit like, you know? Yeah, interesting, interesting. Well, I mean, we could get the viewers' thoughts on that. You know, mm, what do you guys mm. think of Mark Hamill's voice being the voice of the uh, air raid sirens in Ukraine? Have you have you ever been in a situation where something like that has happened, where an alarm's gone off, like a fire alarm? It's like legitimate, mm. you know, like an, or an air raid warning, or well, I don't know if you have living in Auckland, but do you know what I mean? Anything like high pressure emergency situation where this is this is the real deal. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is when the alarm goes off in our apartment building. But it's often a mistake. <laughs> and you just end up with all the apartment owners in, in, the, car in the car park. Going, who was it this time? <laughs> <laughs> who, put the t- who put the vocals in three times? Who burnt the taste? <laughs> <laughs> How uh, about you, bro? Uh, nah, bro. I've never been in, in, uh, in a crash. The craziest Busty, yeah. situation I've ever been in was when our plane landed on a runway, kind of like landed on two wheels. And we in Cambodia, and we flipped up, and it looked like the wing was going to hit the the grass on the on the other side of, of the thing. Like it was the roughest thing Oops. ever. Yeah. And everyone screamed, yeah. and then everyone clapped when we kind of eventually landed. But that was like the most like when I'm thinking high pressure situation. That's not a natural event mm. like a earthquake or something. That's probably it. Man, we live a sheltered life here in New Zealand, eh? Oh, mate. Shelter me up. I love <laughs> I prefer some shelter, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, um, thanks for that report coming from George FM. Via. Via. Via George FM. Thanks for, to Tammy and Lee on the, the breakfast show. They're so good. Oh, yeah, they are good. Well, I've got a good press, uh, a good story, Presto. Oh, coming out of one of our favorite sources, mm-hmm. the Devonport Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> they're back. Oy, they're back because they've got great... Um, Great headlines, and this is uh, this is a real touching piece of news, mm-hmm. but also very curious. Here, the 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 headline is missing 
Local cat found in New Lynn. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So let me oh, read this wow. to you. I'll, I'll quickly read it because I don't want to bore anyone, but yeah. let me just read it to you. So a Devonport cat has been found on the other side of Auckland following a two-week disappearance. Wow. So a Devonport cat yeah. ended up in New Lynn. New Lynn. Now, before I read how it happened, any guesses? Oh, it's just the first, like, wouldn't you just love it if cats could talk at this stage? <laughs> Imagine that cat story. Eh? Yeah. Mate, I was just fucking <laughs> going out to catch a bird, bro, and next minute, out of nowhere, fucking got on this bus and then back my foot. <laughs> Hey. Oh, can you imagine it? Mate, next thing I know, I'm a new lid. I was a little bit milk drunk, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Had a few Mate. too many bowls. <laughs> <laughs> a few too many cat catnips. <laughs> what, bro, what is, hey, have you ever heard of catnip? It's literally like a, a drug for cats. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like What does it do? <laughs> knock them out? No, it like hypes them up. Oh, wow. I think. Or maybe it's maybe it does chill them out. No, I think it like revs them. It's like cocaine for cats. Catnip, wow. bro. Have you? Do you know there's a there's a movie out called Cocaine Bear? We <laughs> no. need to go. Mo- hey, I right. tell you what, and we'll do a review. Movie reviews. Cocaine oh, okay. Bear. Doesn't that sound terrible? It's literally about a bear that stumbles across like a plot of cocaine. Is this a kids movie? No, it's a serious oh. movie. Oh, it's in cinemas. Oh, but like it's animated. No, it's a real movie. It's a documentary. No. Oh gosh, it's, I can't keep fiction. up. I can't keep up. <laughs> wow, wait, uh, you know that Hollywood's running out of ideas. When? Oh my god, can you imagine that pitch at the table, guys? Warner Brothers are on board, and I've got uh, Quentin Tarantino keen to come direct. Let me hear. Let me. Let me just give you my pitch. <laughs> a brown bear from Alaska <laughs> comes across a bag of cocaine. Honestly, <laughs> eh? That that seems like a that's a mistake movie. <laughs> yeah. eh? well, even when you hell? even when you said it, I was like, "Is this the is this, like Disney's run out of?" Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, Samuel. Let's go give a, a a real honest review of this movie, eh? For the next potty, yeah. Cocaine Bear. We'll go together, bro. I'd, IMDb. We'll go. We'll go to uh, Hoyts on the coast. Oh, um. Anyway, this cat, its name is Ozito. The Berman. I don't know if the Berman means that type of cat it was. Yeah, Berman cat. Yeah. Okay. Was found Egyptian. in Newland. Here we go. Ready? After joining a man on a city-bound ferry in early March. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it turns out uh, they discovered through uh, the Tiradani community social media page. And the post got asked, does anyone know this cat? And so they collected him. The owners collected him last Saturday from, uh, from Newland. And the vet checked. They went to the vet, got a microchip check. Mm-hmm. It was the cat. Wow. And apparently this cat's not the first time it's wandered. It's known for wandering frequently, and it's previously ended up as far away as Orewa. Yeah, there you and go. this is from Devonport. Yeah, there you go. This cat, uh, I can tell right now, this cat's got a milk problem. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you now, this cat, this could be Garfield 3. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know? Bro, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, we went too far off. Like, we we said bus, but it was just a ferry. Well, was, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. one way to get far away from home. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I just what I don't believe is that after two weeks, mm. you, you would have just would you just write the cat off as gone off and oh, died? Absolutely, I would have had a funeral day three. <laughs> 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 got the got the kids out back, little popsicle stick cross. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, I pretend to that. pretend to make a grave. Yeah, I remember mm. doing that with birds. A few prayers, yeah. uh, maybe a scripture or two. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. It's all part of life. I think, um, yeah, I think cats do that, eh? They go off on their own to die. That's what mm. I've heard. Dogs, not so much. But cats, like, you see a cat. I remember this happens with my old cat. 
it came in like we had a real like a cuddle sesh that night you know and then mm. the next day it's gone you don't have a pet eh? i don't we can't if you did would you be a cat or a dog guy dog yeah. but but oh my goodness actually last night i was at a mate's house and we had uh they had a labra doodle oh yeah but the cutest dog i've ever seen it's yeah, kind of big too eh? Yeah. yeah, 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 fluffy, um, but like the, you know, curly hair, whatever, mm-hmm. like poodle hair. Mm-hmm. And mate, I'd get one of those, a uh, labradoodle. You know, nah, but you know the the old saying that um, dog owners happen to have dogs that look like them. <laughs> There's no dog that looks like me, mate. <laughs> no, mate, you'd be a you'd be a schnitzel, <laughs> some sort of schnitzel. <laughs> hey, bro, you know what you'd be, bro? What a greyhound. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah, mate, I'll be fast. Hey, mate, yeah, he's, yeah, gazelle legs, mate. The pins. This is really Long sad, pins. but I actually know Harry McCleary because I've got a eighteen-month-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I know Harry McCleary off by heart. Oh yeah. So there's a there's a character called Snitzel von Crumb with the very low <laughs> thumb. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. that's how I imagine you. Oh, <laughs> oh, sad, bro. That's a sausage dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you'd be, a sausage dog. Not that you're a sausage. No. Wow. I tell you what, I um, what's the Slinky Malinky? Mm. Is that his name? The oh, cat. I, no, no, Scarface Claw. Oh, Scarface Claw. Scarface All covered claw. in... I don't know. Isn't there something covered in fur? Slaw. <laughs> Coleslaw. <laughs> well, Scarface Claw. Well, presto, no. that's the case of the missing cat from Devonport, mate. What's the cat's name? Well, I, I did say it earlier. Um, Just oh, if we ever meet her. Aceto. Aceto. O-S-I-T-O. <clears throat> now we know. If we ever see Aceto at the old pub... <laughs> Mate, see though, mate. Do you need a lift home? Mate, have you got an Uber lined up? Hey, let me drive, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I think that cat. If if all cats could talk, that would be that's legendary. Up, well, Presto, have we got anything else on the news? Any desk? other any other news? I don't think so. Well, is that time then? Mm. Oh well, let's cross over to the sports desk, mate. We're there. We're there. Well, can we talk about the UFC? We can. Oh we my can. gosh, that I've been waiting to talk about the UFC like all month. To be honest. Mm. Mm. It's been one of the criticisms that we didn't talk any combat sport mm. in the last podcast. Mm. Yeah, so um, UFC, obviously there's been some excellent events in the last month, but the one that's really got my mouth watering is Israel Adesanya's fight coming up this Rematch. Yep. Yep. Well, yep. re-re-re-rematch. Reverse. He's versed this guy. Versed. Yeah. Versed. If that's a, I don't know if that's proper England, but he's played this guy or fought this guy four or five times, right? So three times. Three times, twice in kickboxing, lost. and once in UFC. Yeah, once in the MMA. They call it MMA, but yeah, under the UFC banner. But but he's lost, lost three times. He's though, lost three times. Yeah, he's but zero and three. I've heard that every time he's fought this guy, he has been winning. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's one of those ones like, as a Kiwi and as a Izzy fan, like I've lost sleep over this. You know, he's fighting this guy Alex Pereira, who is really he walks around my size. He walks around about 105 kgs. Gets himself down to middleweight, which is like 85. 85, like that. yeah. KGs. Yeah. So really, he's a light heavyweight. He's got a, a unique ability. He's got a great great frame, great body for fighting, where he's basically all muscle and bone. He can get down to the middleweight threshold. But when he gets in the octagon, even against Israel, who's a big middleweight, he just looks way bigger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's kind of like... I really starting to feel for Izzy because he's dominated the competition and this must be such an immense challenge for him, not just physically, the guy's a whole lot bigger, but just mentally. You're 0 three. You know, can I can I put can I insert a lukewarm take? 
and I, I don't want to mean disrespect by this lukewarm tape because mm-hmm. I'm not by any, you know, any sense of the imagination a fighter. Mm-hmm. Is Israel Adesanya that, the fighter we all put him on the pedestal to be? Well, it depends how big of an Izzy fan you are, right? Well, well let, let's just look at the facts, right? The division. Mm-hmm. I, I would argue Whitaker was his biggest challenge, yeah? Mm-hmm. You bet him. Great. But, I mean... Who else is he versing? Costa? Mm. Uh, who else is he versing? He's beaten uh, the Italian boy, Vittori. But, oh, yeah, Vittori. A couple yeah, but, of times. But Vittori was a bit of a no-name. Romero was a was a challenge. Yeah, well, yo, Romero just stood there with his hands on his side. I think it, it could be a case, Bradsky, and, and you might be right, that the fact, the fact of the matter is he's an elite striker, and he's coming to the MMA in a middleweight division where, in terms of striking... He outclassed everyone. Mm. Different level. Mm. And then, lo and behold, along comes his arch nemesis, who happens to also be an elite striker. Right, right. right. And in the last fight, they actually wrestled for a bit, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, for, I think, like, in the middle rounds at some point, they both ended up on the ground. No and way. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it's like watching two toddlers wrestle. <laughs> These guys don't know what they're doing. But um, it might be a case of, hey, he's just met his match in terms of striking. Like, this guy... Might just be better. And you know what would happen? If either of these guys get in the ring with a real out-and-out wrestler... They're done for. It's going to be a different... A completely different Was fight. Khabib... Was Khabib the same division as Izzy? Nah, he's a bit lighter. Oh. He's a he's a um, lightweight. But um, Khabib, yeah, is a perfect example. Like, if you had a, a middleweight version of a Khabib or an Islam Makachev against an Izzy or a Pereira, that would be just like... Mm. I don't know. Crazy styles... Mm. Collide. So, something I've noticed about Israel um, Adasanya mm-hmm. is that he is very, very calculated. Mm-hmm. Like he picks up these leg kicks, these thigh kicks. He, I don't know about his defense because mm-hmm. he's never really like. I mean, when he lost to Pereira, did he get knocked out? No, he got stumbled though. TKO. So the ref stepped in. Yeah, that's right. So like, yeah, we've never really seen how strong his chin is, but like he, he's methodical. That's the word I'm looking for. He's yep. methodical. And he, like when he fought Paul Acosta, he mm. picked that guy apart, yeah, man. that's true. And everyone was saying that Paul Acosta is going to be the guy to like beat him. Yeah. And it was a one-sided affair. And, yeah. I, you know, I feel like Izzy, you know, he knocked out Whitaker, right? Or, yeah, he or did. TK. Yeah, yeah, in the first and, one. And then ever since he hasn't knocked anyone out and everyone's kind of been like, well, you know, mm. I feel like I'm kind of retracting what I said earlier about mm. my lukewarm take. Maybe not. Mm. I still kind of feel like, you know, there are fighters in the UFC who have had hype and lived up to hype more than he has, but mm. maybe he doesn't need to go knocking dudes out. Maybe he just needs to pick them apart. It's just a chess game, bro. You don't need to take the queen. Bro. You just need to take the king. Bro, can I make a hot take? I know we do lukewarm takes, but okay. I'm going to break the rules. Yeah, I'm going to make a hot take. Yeah, make a hot take into the mic. This is this. this is my hot take. I reckon I've just put $4 on this at the TAB. Now, I've only got a $5 budget each week, so this is big for me. I've put, whatever that is, 80% of the budget. <laughs> <laughs> put 80% of the budget yeah. on Israel Adesanya. You heard it here first. Winning by TKO or KO. What round? Oh, bro, don't make me pick the round. I need to hear the round. I'm going to say round three. (sighs) I know it's crazy, but I just think that 0-3, he's got absolutely nothing to lose. Like, if he goes 0-4, you go, hey, look, I lost to a light heavyweight, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, wow. (laughs) And um, I just got But that's his career over. Wow. Yeah, what does he do? What does he do if he loses, bro? Who does he go and fight? 
be so interesting. Yeah, it's there's lots of opportunities here, and I will say before because there's another UFC fight I want to talk about, Presto. Mm-hmm. But um, my prediction mm-hmm. by the end of round two, Adesanya will be lights out. Pereira back to back wins. Wow. KO, not even TKO. Oh, but KO. Well, well, we're we're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Maybe we should make a bet. Five bucks. Oh, let's have a let's make it let's make it Katsubi. Katsubi. Katsubi well, on know, the line. You know that's twenty bucks. <laughs> Thanks, Katsubi, for raising your prices $2 a week. Hey, don't worry, bro. We'll talk to better plumbing. See what we can do. <laughs> well, Presto, another another one at the UFC desk I want to talk about is John Jones. Oh, yeah. He's just come back and he's got the title. Crazy, Hasn't fought eh? for a few years. Crazy, eh? And he just takes out old mate. Who did he take out? Glover? Oh, no. Who did he beat? Cyril Garn. Cyril Garn. Yeah. And... Oh my gosh! And I just thought about Leon Edwards. There's a lot here, going. I think I think the sports desk this week is the UFC it's desk. It's blowing out because yeah. Anyway, John Jones, what's going on there? This guy comes out of the woodwork, and he's a heavyweight now, not a light heavyweight. I know. It's still the man. I'm gonna put my hand up and say that you know I started becoming a real UFC fan um, like four years ago, and so I didn't see the best of John Jones prior, and so him coming back, I definitely underestimated like what kind of well-rounded fighter this guy is because in that fight i thought cyril Gunn actually had a fighter's chance but yeah fighter's chance (laughs) but um but man it was a mismatch and as soon as uh john timed the takedown right boom that that fight was over round one crazy yeah i think for me his legacy is tainted by the drugs by the drugs he's been caught for cheating three times That'll do it. The old drugs. You know, you see the New Zealand runner that just got done for drugs? No. Zane Robertson. Bastard. Yeah. Um, Zane, he came out on a few podcasts to explain his why. And I don't want to rat on the guy because we don't know him. Mm. I don't want to be negative towards someone I don't know. Mm. Um, and I know people that actually know him personally. And who knows what we'll go through. But from what I gathered, his, his excuse was, and he said this on podcasts, basically something along the lines of, you know, oh, things are really hard. People don't really know how big the gap is between being really good and being elite. There's stuff going on in that world that's, you know, it's just not fair. It's unjust. That was kind of his reasoning. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's definitely an intense environment and uh, I only had a small taste of like, you, you know, semi-professional professional sport. Oh, mate, but you, you grow up the, as hey, a kid. You were at the pinnacle. Hey, thanks, buddy. South and Stags. <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you grow up as a kid, right? And you think like, oh, I'd love to be a sports person. How good. I'll just play sport all day. And um, there won't be, you know, won't be much hard work in it. Well, bro, <laughs> it's like a little bit naive. There's I've, a whole lot so of. <clears throat> I've seen you at your worst. Oh, don't don't say that. And um, wow, it was pretty bad, mate. And this is when I used to, you know, flat with this guy. And as a professional athlete, you know, I was the same, mate. You go to trainings, you go to games, you get rubbed down by physios, you get to hang out with Tana Umang all day. What are you talking about, mm. bro? Hard environment and cutthroat. Like the professional elite sports environment don't care about you as a player. Well, they do care about you as a person. Mm. But if you're not making the money by perform, well, you're not going to be making the money if you're not performing. Mm. And so, hey, we'll just get old mate next up off the rank mm. to replace you. So, yeah, it's a people business, but it's really a cutthroat business. It's and a tough one. If you're not able to consistently perform at the level and you're at risk of, I think, if going back to this guy, Zane, yeah. he was talking about how he was, you know, losing prize money over the COVID yeah he had to use his prize winnings to pay rent and stuff so i can understand how that's hard yeah 
But that's the that's the nature of the sports world. Mate. I just don't think he could ever stand on the podium though, eh? Like imagine, oh, bro, remember Lance Armstrong? Lance Sullivan. Sullivan. Strong. Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lance, Lance Sullivan. Sullivan. Who's that? I don't know. I don't know. You're thinking about Sully from Monsters Inc. Yeah, <laughs> Sully. Mike was asking. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I just don't like how how could you ever stand on the podium just knowing it? Like deep down, you know, I didn't I didn't play play by the rules. Well, that's what I'm. My arguments are saying for John Jones. How can he? Maybe he's clean now, and I don't mm. actually know. The, do you know the ins and outs of his drug scandals? Oh, he he got caught. Yeah, he got caught in like a a test post fight. So, but it wasn't them. like it wasn't like oh, you know, my doctor gave me this and I didn't know. It was like oh, I knew I was roiding up. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know the details. I think he's kind of kept it, you know, away from the spotlight. If you know what I mean, he hasn't come out clean and gone all open book on us yet. <clears throat> he will. You know he had a pregnant lady with this car? Yeah, I saw Izzy mocking him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a story see, I don't know about, about John Jones. And my last, I mean, before we leave the NRL desk, I mean the UFC desk. I mean the sports desk. I mean the sports desk. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> wait, mate. Record one episode a month, mate. This is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor's coming back. Oh, yeah. He's fighting Matt Chandler. Yeah, Michael Chandler. Oh, man. Who's Matt Chandler? Oh, I know who that is. There's not a sports guy. What, a survivor? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he's a pastor. <laughs> Crack up. Oh, that's that's Michael's brother, probably. Cousin. Cousin Matt. Praise for him every fight. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, Michael Ch- Michael Chandler. Yeah, Michael Chandler. Yeah. Michael Chandler's really exciting fighter. Conor McGregor, you know, biggest star the UFC has ever seen. Um, when he's good, when he's at his best. He's an elite striker. Elite. Elite fighter. But I, I think, like, I don't know. I just see um, video content and photos of Connor lately, and I'm like, he looks like me after um, after an off-season, you know? He's got, like, chubby cheeks, and <laughs> he's, like, jacked up. Are you in the middle of an off-season, Presta? Yeah, well, always. <laughs> always these days. But, um, yeah, it doesn't look like he's in fighting shape to me. So, unless he has an amazing camp and just, like, really gets himself into that zone... I think Michael Chandler is fighter's chance. What was that absolute war that Michael Chandler had recently against someone? Who was oh, that? Yeah. <clears throat> that was Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Oh man, that was a war. But Dustin won that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Michael Chandler came out guns blazing, and and then um, there's this crazy moment where like Dustin's up against the the cage, you know, hands above his face, just blocking, and then he times a perfect right hand, bang changes the whole momentum of the fight and it's just a great story like you know fighting that's what makes fighting so exciting it can turn on the on the drop of a hat the ufc has been very interesting this year Mm. because you've also got leon edwards who's bet kamara usman twice twice are we talking about the ufc too much who cares this is the ufc desk let it flow people if you want your sports news the warriors are playing today go the warriors hey you went to the warriors yeah i did i sat on the hill yeah, I tried to look for you. I couldn't see you. Were you there? No, but ah. on the TV. Ah. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you what. The, thanks for the invite. You know what, bro? Oh, oh, what? oh guess what? How good is this, bro? So, it was date night on the, family, on the family calendar, right? So, me and, me and my wife, one day a week, we try and make time for a date night, right? And, um, and we actually, you know, going back and forth on ideas. Should we go to this restaurant? Should we go and play temp and bowling? Should we go to the arcade? Does this inv- involve Mila as well? Yeah, well, Mila was with us, little Mila. And, um, and so I was like, well, we, we could go to the Warriors. Who <laughs> <laughs> said that one? Me. <laughs> and, uh, and then he goes, oh, yeah. 
How good, bro. Oh, yeah. So, took the family to the Wild Wild, sat oh, on the grass hill, took a wee picnic with us. Oh, Mila was happy as she had, like, raisins. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah, hey, happy. Yeah, happy yeah. as Larry oh, with her raisins. Yeah, yeah. And I got to watch the game. Oh, so good. And you must have... Were you there when Sean Johnson scored under the post? I was right above him, like, oh, on the grass hill. Yeah. How good. So. How about that obstruction, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, there was a moment earlier in the game where they ripped the illegally stripped the ball out of our guy's hand, so it kind of, you know... Evens up. It evens up. Well, I'm looking forward to the Warriors, and I actually do have to double back because someone actually pointed this out to me, Presto, mm-hmm. um, in our earlier footage, well, not footage, audio mm-hmm. recording mm-hmm. of episode one, I made a statement about Sean Johnson. Oh, no, what did you say? Yeah, yeah. I said, Sean Johnson's not the guy. That was in episode one, I said that. Are you standing by that? It's only a month later. We're only four weeks later. Well... D Hammer, if you listen to this episode again, this is the guy <laughs> call me out on it. D Hammer, mate, I stand by it. Give him another week, and hey. he'll be, he'll be, he'll be. Um, give him, give him another week, and he'll be doing what he's normally doing. Yeah. But if he if he does go well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and erase this footage. Hey, I tell you what, oi, Sean Johnson. Let's talk about the Warriors just for a little bit. The the coach is doing something. Eh? You can feel something in the in the locker room has changed. Mm-hmm. Sean's running the ball more. The team has more resilience. They've they've come from behind twice now in this in this season. Like back in the you know, just a couple of seasons ago, Warriors fall behind, you turn the T V off. Go make a cup of tea. It's all over over. Oh mate. <laughs> it wasn't even that, bro. It was like the Warriors are playing and the other team scored a try. Oh, <laughs> All right. What's but happening? no, it's bloody awesome to see. There's just a little buzz around them at the moment. Don't wanna say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. All right. It's not our year yet. Oh. Okay, don't say it. But uh, there is a little buzz around the Warriors, when, when and can I'll definitely we say be watching. It's our year. Oh, we we need to be top four. <laughs> when it's over. <laughs> top four right? after the final. After midway. Okay. Top four after midway. You know what we're we're hashtagging every single week on the podcast. Absolutely, it's our year. It's our year. Absolutely. Well, thanks for hanging out at the sports desk, Presto. I did oh, enjoy that. Pleasure to be here. It's quite a good podcast, really, yeah. It's kind of like 20% news, 70% sport. And <laughs> <laughs> 10% whatever we Wouldn't you love for. to see this on, uh, on TV3 Mate, at 6pm? This, this is what I live for. Like, I mean, we, we're now moving into our newest, our newest segment of the show. Oh, yeah. Movie reviews. How good. And I think, you know, I used to like... They do this once a week on the news, I think. Um, but you're right, Presto. We turn on the news at 7.40 for one reason. I mean, 7.25, whatever the time is. We for the sports, don't mm-hmm. we? Yeah, for six twenty-five, I should say. Or if you're watching it on plus one on demand, seven twenty-seven. <laughs> but um, Presto, I wanted to bring in movie reviews. Okay, because cool. Because I went and watched John Wick Four. Mm-hmm. Now, have you seen the other three? No. Have you seen any of them? No. Hey, first question. Oh my Is it good? Gosh, to, would it be okay to watch? Well, would it be okay to watch John Wick Four without watching the other three? Absolutely not. Okay. Second question: Is John Wick just kind of like um, the Matrix? Wish version? Bro, better. No way. Better John Wick's Ma- better than The Matrix? In my opinion. So you're saying, so is John Wick, uh, that's, um, what's his name? Keanu. Keanu. You best believe that I punched Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> so Keanu Reeves' best character is John Wick, not Nia. Oh, what a cool. Bradsky. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of pressure to that's ask a, me. Well, I've a got a good question to counter ask you on that. Okay. But I, bef- I don't think you can say that. But I feel like it's his most entertaining character. Because I think Matrix was really good. The first Matrix was awesome. Yeah, that's But the true. other Matrixes were kind of average. That's true. And Matrix 4, well, he was terrible. But 
all of the John Wicks except for three have been awesome. Mm. You've got to, Presley, uh, like this is just like, we're on the podcast right now, but you've got to watch it. Like, like, okay. look, I'm talking to you off, so off are these, the air. Are these three hour movies? Two and a half hour movies? Two, two and a mama. So I've basically got, I've got 12 hours. Yeah, but oi, Mihi would like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, John lots of Wick. shooting. So it's on Netflix, the first one. Okay. And then the second one's awesome. Let, let me give the synopsis. A hired, former hired hitman retires. Yeah. Then Russian mafia. Yeah. Boy's son. Yeah. Wants to steal his car. Hang on. Now, John. Is this born identity? (laughs) (laughs) Or Mission Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, and he has a little dog and a car and the dog he got because his wife passed away cancer or something. Okay. And the, and the dog was like a, like a little gift, you know, from her to him. Okay. No spoilers. No spoilers. Is John Wick the dog? No, John Wick's the guy. Okay. Long story short, the mafia hitman messes with him and his car and his dog, and he goes on a rampage revenge athon. For four movies? Well, can't, yeah. Mer- oh <laughs> it, merges, it merges into, like, he goes to war with the people that, like, used to oh fire him and all gosh. this stuff. It's really good. Great I'll tell action. you what, this is what I'll do. I'll, I'll promise you, I'll watch John Wick 1 before the next episode we can discuss. Shake on that. So, hey, bro. So, John Wick 4... And in terms of all the John Wicks, where does it sit? I think it's the second best one. Oh, wow. First one's the best one, that, then that one, and then I'd say the third one. Get this, my great flatmate who was going to hop on the podcast today, but he had to go. Okay. He tells me that in an average action flick mm-hmm. of around the same length as John Wick, you have five to eight action set pieces. Yeah? John Wick 4 has 15. <laughs> <laughs> it is nonstop Is it an action. overload? It, well, it's it's ridiculous. Really? Like, it's just non-stop. But it's the most badass shoot 'em up fighting film of all time. What would be your they, recommendation on snacks for a John Wick film? Are you Maltesers or are you going... Well, Maltesers aren't a thing anymore. No way. Oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking pods. Pods. Do you know they got rid of pods? Yeah, that's that, that was a fuck up. Yeah. Absolute, <laughs> absolute nightmare. Right, who does it? Nestle? No, fuck up. Bro, Nestle, bro. Up. They just rely on Nesquik. Oh, no, that's, no, that's another brand. Milo. Yeah. Yeah, Milo. No. Um, although I'm a good fan of Milo. Yeah, look, I reckon a bit of popcorn and a, and a, and a Diet Coke. Oh, that's pretty simple. Wrong. You're going simple. Yeah, I'm going simple. Okay. Yeah, I know you. You're a popcorn with the with the Maltese is in the popcorn. I know that's Yeah, your. that's true. You know what else I do? I What's get that? I get two glasses of Syrah. Really? Yeah, like as if one's for someone else. <laughs> but really, they're both for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, no one's... Someone actually hit me up about this. Someone asked me, Presto... Mm-hmm. What happened to our major sponsors from our last run of this show? 20's T. No. <laughs> no, that's something else, mate. Oh. Who was our major sponsors? This oh. episode is brought to you by Clean Skin. Oh, Clean Skin. Yeah, the Clean Skin Sarah. Well, um, long story short, um, we wanted a bit more money. <laughs> and see, Clean Skin at $7 a bottle, I don't think they could give us any more. But we're really happy to have better plumbing on board, of course, because, um, you know, the team there at Better Plumbing rolling in the cash. Absolutely. And, you know, we are close to that giveaway. I think our first episode, just under the 100 mark. So we're getting close. And I also want to give a little shout-out here, just in the middle of our episode to Sidekick Creative, our graphics team. Yep. Uh, Kevin Lynch on board there with all the ideas. He's the he's the, he's yeah. the kind of mastermind behind our graphics. He's one of the great sidekicks. One of the great sidekicks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's his whole thing. He mm. comes, he mm. comes alongside you. He's not the main idea. He, 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 he makes you elevation, elevated. Absolutely, bro. It comes back to knowing our role: principal, deputy, sidekick. <laughs> Batman, Robin. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I'm nobody's Robin. <laughs> Batman and Batman. Batman and Batman. Skinny and Batman. Big Batman. Hands and Batman. Ben Affleck Batman. Hey. Robert Patterson Batman. Oh, no, Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously... <laughs> <laughs> That was terrible, bro. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> You're Ben Affleck. Go do your Ben Affleck, Batman. Where is she? <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> that's Christian. That's Christian Bale's Batman. Oh, bro. I don't actually. I've actually. I don't actually remember Ben Affleck's Batman. Nah. Um, no. All I could see was the butt chin the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this is not Batman. Ben's butchin. That's Ben Affleck. That's Ben Butchin. <laughs> um, and, and obviously, producer Maddie, uh, we love you, mate. Maddie P Consultancy Services. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Now, look, I've got one last question on mm-hmm. the movie on the movie desk mm-hmm. before we um, close out our show today. You've asked me some curly questions today, and I'm asking you a curly one: Is Adam Sandler in the conversation as one of the greatest actors of all time? No. Okay, that's uh, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Sandler, boy, he's the same guy in every movie, bro. Wait, do I enjoy an Adam Sandler film? Absolutely. Wear glasses, hurrah. Maybe some Maltesers <laughs> in the popcorn. <laughs> but, um, bro, is he one of the great... Well, you want to put him in the in the realm of Tom Hanks? You want to put him in the realm of Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no. Different level, mate. Let me say this, though. Can you say that... Was an awesome Tom Hanks film. Hundred percent. No, no, you can't. Have you, you not, have you seen Castaway? Yeah, but that's a car, that's Castaway. Have you seen Big? Wait, you know when you go on Netflix and you go, I want to watch an action, I want to watch a comedy, I want to watch a rom com, I want to watch an Adam Sandler. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> his own his, genre. He's got his own genre. He does, bro. You agree with me? How good is um? Is it Big Daddy? Yeah, Little Big Daddy. Daddy. Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, I, I would weird. argue. I would argue his one of his greater ones is. Uh, but look. So the reason I bring him up, this could have been in the news. He just won a big award, the really? Mark Twain Award for the McKinney Center for uh, his kind of what he's done for comedy in America. Wow! And on the whole journey of that, he had all his mates there. Rob Schneider was there, David Spade was there, Ben Stiller was there, giving him all these accolades. But um, man, he's prolific, man. Oh. Prolific actor. He hires all his buddies in every film. Like, Grown Ups is just my idea of me and my mates when we're all older, you know? Do you know something I heard about... Um, oh, Grown Ups was brilliant. Something I heard about Adam Sandler was Shaquille O'Neal said that they asked him, who's one actor that, you know, has game on the basketball court? And the first guy that popped into his mind was Adam Sandler. He goes, Adam Sandler is legit. Not professional legit, no. but LA Fitness legit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Crazy, eh? Breakers. <laughs> <laughs> Sign him. We've lost Jarrell Brentley, bro. We're going to get him on board. Oh, no, bro. Did we lose that? Did we lose the top guy? No, no, he's still there. What's but his name? Glenn, eh? Glenn. Glenn Rush Jr.? No, bro. That was like... Oh, he's... Oh. That was the, he was the guy that come... We've lost up. Glenn! He's the guy that come punched up half the team. No, oh, was that Bobby? Bobby Barry Brown. Barry Brown. Yeah, Barry yeah, Brown. Mate, mate. Go to one breakers game, eh? Barry Brown. He's good. He's I'll damn you, good. I'll tell you what, though. Give Adam him. Sandler. He... Is not just a comedic actor. Have you seen Hustle and Uncut Gems? No. Have you not seen Hustle? Hustle. That's the basketball. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that was good. Great, that's good. That. that was good. I yeah. think he's diverse. He's, he's more he's diverse than, than what you think he is. Yeah, but he's in the top 
He's in the top 30 of all time. See, I reckon the reason he gets pushed over is because he can be his own genre. That's my only argument. Mm-mm. Like, That's you watch right. it, 51st Dates, classic. I'm not really a very opinionated person, but you're wrong. Wait, lukewarm take, bro. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Where are you putting him? Are you putting him in the top 10? Well, it depends on your, on your category. I think for me, look, yes, Leonardo DiCaprio. Look, actually, look, I'm just going to lukewarm take. Leonardo DiCaprio is not even the top three for me. Oh, my Here's why. gosh. All he has to his name is the ability to yell. Nah, no way, bro. He, he, you forget. He plays the same character in every film. You bro. forget you're even watching Leo. That's, that's for me. I forget I'm watching. I just, I, I just dive into the character that he's become. It's true. It's true. I think, I think Johnny Depp is a top three. Oh, Johnny Depp's good. You know who I really like, bro? I'm trying to think of his name. Who's the guy from. He's from Gold? Oh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that guy. What's his name? Well, I see you here. You don't know my name, son. Mm. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. He's good. Have you seen him in the Dallas Bars Club? Unbelievable. Great. He won an Oscar for that. Yeah, he deserved it. He deserved it. Jared Leto? Jared Leto. He sucks. He won an Oscar for that performance. Oh, what was he in that performance? He was the... the, Have you even seen this film, mate? Oh, was he the the trendy? Yes. Oh my god! I don't gosh. think you can say that. Oh, uh, no, it's the transgender. He was the LGBTQ community holder. Yeah, community card holder. Community card. <laughs> he 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 was awesome in that. Oh, true. Yeah, okay, yeah. no, no, it all makes sense. Because I was just thinking the Joker in that bad, mm. bad Joker. Film. You know what I watched the other night? What Borat? Oh, that shit. Have you seen it? Yeah, that's waste of time. But <laughs> do you know it's all re- legit? Mm. It's everything he films in Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen. Is legitimate reaction from the American public. I believe it. I believe that. Like it's like the OG prank videos. When I watch even Ali G or Borat, I'm like, good on this guy, bro. He just went and just put himself out there, and he exposed and he made millions. And he, but he exposed the American public, eh? Yeah, true. Like, oh, hey, what about that one where he brings down the the poo? <laughs> yeah, it's Borat in the household. What do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty and good, then, actually. And then he, um, he brings over his uh, his friend. And it's the bloody Christians, eh, that are like, oh, I need to leave. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a terrible film. But anyway, so that's my movie review. John Wick 4, I'd give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. John Wick. Oh, 8.5, that's pretty high. That's okay, pretty high. And we're going to give Cocaine Bear a solid review next next month. Done. Okay, done. It's a date night, bro. Put it on the calendar. Well, thank you, Bradsky. Welcome to the weather desk, mate. And uh, let's just take a quick look at the weather coming up this week in Invercargill. Uh, I spent four months in Invercargill back in 2019. And can I just say, Invercargill gets a bad rap. Yep. There's a lot more to do there than people make out. There's a park. Yep. Queen's Park. And the local pool is bloody brilliant. <laughs> it's got a sauna. Um, it's got a steam room. Uh, spa pool. And um, they're, they're just uh, doing some repairs on the water slide. <laughs> For the last five years. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, weather coming up in the cargo this week. Uh, look, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't look great. This uh, rain, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, we've got grey skies. And if you just hang on all week and just keep yourself positive Saturday, you might just see some sun. Uh, with the sun, it's actually a high of 16 and a low of 5. So that that's kind of still quite a brisk, wee, sunny day. You know, I, I would still pack the woolly jumper. It's been a bit cold lately. It has. It's been colder in the mornings. I like it. How about I you? I do too. Do you know what? I never used to like the cold mm. until I went to Europe. Mm. And yeah, now funny. I like it. Funny. 
Yeah, it's just in New Zealand, it's like a wet cold. Eh? Yeah, in not Europe, it's a dry cold. Exactly. Snow. There's so many cool things that come with it. Snowboarding, mm-hmm. Christmas markets, um, Christmas lights. In New Zealand, it's kind of like rain. But you know, hopefully, we've had all the rain we can bloody handle, and it's oh, um, unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, Presto, thanks for that re- weather report, mate. And we've just got one question from the viewers. Mm-hmm. What is the weather looking like over top of the Burt Munro Museum in Invercargill tomorrow at 3 p.m.? Burt Munro Museum. Uh, great skies. Uh, high of 14. Low of 3. Uh, great day to actually get inside and have a look at the motorcycles there. Um, riveting wee tour there at the Burt Munro Did you Museum. do it? Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, like First I day. <laughs> like I said, there's a whole lot to do down there. <laughs> and it didn't take us long to end up at the Burt Munro uh, museum but uh just before we go big shout out to our sponsors better plumbing thank you mate we couldn't do it out with you we couldn't do it without you uh we appreciate it and uh, don't forget guys if we make it what, what, what's the uh if we get a hundred listens in the next episode okay come on we can do this hundred listens someone's going into the draw to win a free six pack of better beer courtesy of better plumbing and with that better plumbing better service better quality better solutions until next time ciao